Grace with Quiet Talks on the Gospel. Today is 3-9-22, and it's almost 9 o'clock, so I made it by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin. The title is Doodlebugs, and on my blog, which is whatwouldajesusgirldo.com, there's a picture of a dove, and it says, Holy Spirit Dove. Starts off with the scripture, which is Matthew 6, 16 through 18. It's in red letters because Jesus said, And when you fast, don't make it obvious, as the hypocrites do, who try to look pale and disheveled, so people will admire them for their fasting. I assure you, that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, then no one will suspect you are fasting except your father who knows what you do in secret. And your father, who knows all secrets, will reward you. Now that sounds strange to our ears, doesn't it? When's the last time you heard a person talk about fasting? This is Lent and some talk of giving up sweets, etc. I knew a man who every year would give up chocolate. I did try fasting when I was young in the faith, but didn't really have success and didn't talk to anyone else about it. I did feel led to give up sweets for Lent this year. I thought of the old saying, don't be so heavenly minded that you are no earthly good. Then I remembered the opposite. Philippians 3, 18 through 19 in the New Living Testament, which is what Paul wrote to the Philippians. I have told you often before, and I say it again with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct shows they are really enemies of the cross of Christ. Their future is eternal destruction. Their God, with a little g, is their appetite, and they brag about shameful things and this is in italics. All they think about is this life here on earth. Now that's the part that got me, that last phrase. Is that all I've been thinking about? Oh, what is making a difference for many of us is what's going on in Ukraine. I cannot watch it steady on but do like to hear updates. And it has reminded me of a sermon I heard when Jerry and I spent winters as snowbirds in Florida. My favorite Bible teacher was Dr. Appleby from London. When he was a young man, he lived in London 
during World War II. There were flying bombs, doodle bugs, the GIs called them. They came across London. They were ramjet flying bombs, and you can see videos about them on YouTube. When the jet engine ran out of fuel, they just dropped like stone onto London. And everybody wondered how they were guided from the lowlands, from Holland and Belgium, all the way across the English Channel and Kent, and then to London. They always reached their target. It didn't matter whether there was a gale force wind blowing, they always succeeded. Then one of them landed without exploding. The bomb experts came and took it to pieces and discovered the secret. In the nose cone of that flying bomb was a spindle. On the outside, a little propeller that was simply driven by the force of that bomb going through the air. The spindle went through the nose cone and drove a little gyroscope on the inside of the bomb. It was spinning and keeping it upright so that if the bomb moved to one side, the gyroscope would bring it back on course. That showed them how it was guided unfailingly to its target, but it also showed them how it could be defeated. They stripped down a Spitfire, which was their fighter plane, and took off all the armaments and everything else unnecessary. They tuned up the engine to get it to go fast enough to come alongside this jet bomb and put a wingtip under its wingtip and tipped it up. If it was tipped just a little, the gyroscope would bring it back on course. But if it was tipped up hard enough, it would go over and down into the English Channel and could not reach its target. Now hear this. This is the point. If you and I only think of the things of this earth, we shall be tipped over. The precious work of the Holy Spirit will be overruled and we shall lose out. God has placed his gyroscope within our hearts. He keeps that gyroscope spinning in such a way that when we turn to the right or to the left, we will hear a voice behind us saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. That's Isaiah 30, 21. And I didn't put it on the blog, but I ignored hearing that once, and it cost me years of my Christian life. That's a warning. His voice is tender, and you can easily overrun it with your attention to things of this earth. 
As a Christian, we must obey the Spirit's voice. His is a quiet voice. Consider how you will walk with the Holy Spirit dove. Perhaps take a walk outside and talk with God. When we belong to God, we never walk alone. Mind how you go. You can tell from this message, God knows exactly how you go. Until next time, love and prayers. Bye.